It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and uh, Brady. And we are going to blitzkrieg you to death today with regional basketball. Take two. Take two, yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take the hit on that one. I, I think I screwed that up. Eh, a little behind the scenes. We recorded, and the microphone was set to the wrong setting, so it was recording through this laptop we have. And it sound- I sounded great. Yeah, and then I sounded like I was yelling in the distance, hey, what about this game? Oh, look at that player. And then, yeah. <laughs> so we got about two segments in, but now we're refined, and it's going to be better than ever. Uh, let's hope so. Can't get much better than the Croslex boys were last night, and that's where we will begin when we come back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. We're, we're going to have to get Brady to Mackinac Island one of these days. <laughs> All right, so let's try this again. Crosslex absolutely dismantled. Goodrich like I thought Croslex would beat Goodrich I thought it would be a good game uh I did not expect what I saw last night it was Croslex coming out and handling a very very talented Goodrich team holding their two star players to a combined 14 points holding Goodrich as a team to 27 points in route to the 51-27 win over Goodrich Dennis. Like, this game was, you're you're watching this game, you're going, oh, wow. Like, it just kept going. Uh, I think Goodrich went up 4-2 or 6-2 or 4-2 or something like that. And then it was 23-4, and you went, is this happening right now? Like, because this is a game that was two years in the making, I said on the broadcast. Because last year, you, you, they were looking like their path to like the state semifinals or quarterfinals, and people from Croslex went, going to have to get past Goodrich. People from Goodrich went, going to have to get past Croslex. And that game never happened. Well, both teams returned a lot of good players. Both teams were good this year. Goodrich was 12-3. and three. They did play a tough schedule. Those three losses were King, Carmen Ainsworth, and Beecher, so no slouches. And Croslex undefeated. And there was a lot of emotion in this game. And the officiating was they, – they let it get a little out of control, I will say, because both teams 
played with a lot of emotion. It was two teams that thought they could make a state championship run that had to meet in a regional semifinal. There was a point where Sage Salanic, I believe, dove over someone just trying to get the ball. Like He wasn't maliciously doing it, I don't think, but he also wasn't being careful with what he was doing. And he he did kind of knock a guy over on the ground, went over him, and someone from Goodrich didn't like it, and there were words, and the officials just kind of let it go. And that was the point where he could have said, all right, double foul, bench warning, bench warning, enough, finish it, no more, or I'm throwing out technicals. And that didn't happen, and uh, yeah, it calmed down a little in the second, and then it reflared up in the third. Yeah, they, they threw one of the stars out, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Tyson Davis from Goodrich got a tee. And where I thought it was another pushing and shoving match, I thought they could have given a tee to both sides. And they just gave one to Davis. And then he got his money's worth <laughs> and said his piece, earned the second technical, and got ejected. And then a chair paid the price. And, yeah, that was in the third quarter. He was only at four points. I think it was just more frustration from the fact that they were down, like, 20-some points in a regional semifinal game. And, yeah, it was an emotional game, but Cross Lex showed up. They were determined. They were just on a mission. No one was stopping them. They dared Rubio and Davis. They go, okay, you go left. If not, you're passing somewhere else. And Goodrich's three through five couldn't beat them that's what you could that was evident that was cross lex's game plan where you look at cross lex's scores johnson had 12 soper had 11 Salanic had 10 then kolakovich with four kretsch with two duran with two townsend with four uh noel with four mcdonald with two they got help from a lot of places and that's what they needed to do, and that's the difference between Croslex and Goodrich. I did not expect a 24-point blowout. I will give you credit, though. You kind of called it. Yeah, I just had a gut feeling. Uh, I, I don't know, was it yesterday we were talking about yeah. it? And I'm just like, because you, you get, like, hyped up for the good games, well, which I, I understand. Right, like, this was supposed to be, like, a knockdown, yeah. drag out, kind of like the Linden game was. Yeah, and, and like when, when Marine City and Marysville, like you started hyping the train for that one. <laughs> Week two. <laughs> Week one, really. Um, and, and you got the good game there, but a lot of times you don't get that in high school. And I started kind of going yesterday like, I don't know about Goodrich. I think Croswax is going to beat him by 20. I think you're going to be disappointed. Like you're going to think that you're going to see something and you're going to see something completely Which different. I'll never be disappointed by Croslex just – slapping a team around like that and that like that was impressive Dennis like I was not expecting that that's an eye-opener Croslex is good like it, it it's time for everybody to just admit Croslex is pretty good yeah now are they going to win the state title I don't know because I don't know who else out there is pretty good we're getting to the point now where nobody you play is going to have a bad record right and you're looking you go okay is this 19 and 0 better than this 16 and 1 yeah like it's 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 coming to the point where teams don't have a preconceived notion of each other like in the district Croslex and Armada know everything about each other those kids have played each other since 
middle school, since elementary school. Yeah, since fifth grade. So they know each other. Even Goodrich, these teams have kept a peripheral on each other for two years now. They kind of know what each other's about. Everyone on Croslex knew who Tyson Davis and Aiden Rubio were. Everyone on Goodrich probably knew who Jake or for who Tyler Johnson, Jake Townsend, and Hunter Soper were. I don't think there was any surprises. Once you get to this point, and I also I went there early, saw the Notre Dame prep New Haven game. We'll talk about that. Um, but now you're starting to get like it's a good team. Let's watch the film and figure out what we know. And you don't have this like. Oh my goodness! Or it's this kid from around town. Oh, I played baseball with him. Oh, they beat this team from the air. It's no, it's that's going out the window. Yeah, you you at this stage, you hope that maybe you know somebody who's coaching around the state that mm-hmm. that played them or or knows about them who can give you some pointers. Or yeah, you're yeah. you're just watching the video on them and and hoping you can figure it out. Notre Dame prep figured it out against New Haven, fifty-five to forty-nine. Uh, in, in a good uh, game. Tell me about Brent Wiles because I didn't get to see him play this year. Brent Wiles is a very good player, but last night he ran out of gas. Like, he needed to do a lot, and he wasn't able to do absolutely everything. New Haven led at the half, and then in the second, in the second half, third quarter, I think Notre Dame prep went on like an 11-0 or 13-2 run to take the lead just to start the second half, and New Haven couldn't quite claw all the way back. Um I think that Cross-Lex would be the favorite. And by the way, if there's anyone in the state that was still like, well, you know, Cross-Lex only played a BWAC schedule. Oh, you can get up for one or two games a year, especially when they're at home. Like, oh, yeah, dude, this Goodrich game should show you, okay, this team's legit. Like, Goodrich didn't have a chance in that game after the four-minute mark of the first quarter. So... Yeah, I'm just saying, like, they should start getting um, some more respect from more outlets. I know there are some that like them, but everyone should be on the Croslex bandwagon. But, no, looking at a Notre Dame prep, they like to shoot the three. They, I don't know, they, there wasn't a player that I watched, and again, it's one game, and you're not fully paying attention because you're also setting up your, your gear. Um, that I was like, wow, this team is good. This team is like, oh, got to stop that kid and that. No, they like to shoot a lot. Um, they run a lot of sets. Um, they slow it down. I actually think Cross Lexington probably outrun Notre Dame prep. Like, I think they can get up and down the floor, and you might see a little bit more of a full-court press from the Pioneers on Thursday night. All right, so Crosslex Notre Dame Prep Thursday, 7 o'clock. That will be the game on Stream 2. We will have a game Thursday night on Stream 1 because mm-hmm. Cardinal Mooney beat uh, Flint International. Uh, okay, the, the final is 53-45. Ignore that. Throw that out. Mooney won this game big. They just did. Yeah, and if there was no point in this game, and, and at one point uh, Mooney scored the first basket like 21 seconds into the game, and then Flint International scored 13 in a row. But not because they went on a run. It's because Mooney missed 13 layups in a row while Flint International was scoring. Okay? Mooney left so many points out there, in, especially in the first half of this game, and they were only down five at halftime. And there, there wasn't a point in, in this game where I said, okay, 
Mooney's in trouble here. I kept going, at some point, these layups and these offensive rebounds they're getting and these stick backs right out in front of the basket that aren't going in right now and these wide-open three looks that they're getting, these are going to start going in, and Flynn International is going to be in trouble when they do. Yeah, cause a and la- that's what happened. A layup, missing layups and putbacks a little different than not having a bad night shooting a three. Like, you can go cold from three for an entire game. It's rare that a team just misses three-foot shots for 32 minutes. They were getting what they wanted. They just weren't finishing, and they started to finish in the third quarter. Uh, In the third quarter, they're down 30 to 22, and then all of a sudden it's 44 to 30 because they score 22 to nothing run. Mooney can lock it down and get the stop on defense. Dallas is extremely intimidating around the basket. Even if he's not blocking the shot, he's forcing guys to change what they're doing. You're going in going, "Ah, I can't just lay it up. He's going to swat it away. I've got a double clutch. I've got to try a hook. I've I've got to try to do something different to to get it over this this kid. So he he affects it in in that way. And like Rice and Julio, they just go fast. They just run up and down that that court, and and they're always on high octane. And Flint International was five players deep. That's the the kids that they had on the bench, and they didn't have many. They don't play. The starters play until they fall over, and that's kind of. Where, where we were at, Mooney just kept coming and coming and coming, and eventually they started to make their shots. Eventually, Flint International started to foul because mm-hmm. they were getting tired. Mooney made their free throws. Rice had 19 points. He scored uh, 11 points at the free throw line. Um, the, the, the Dallas, 14 points, six of his last eight at the free throw line. Jeez. And the Flynn International coach went bonkers in the fourth quarter and thought the game was being uh, taken away from him by by the refs. Simple fact of the matter was his kids were gassed. Mm-hmm. And, and they couldn't do anything except foul to stop the Mooney kids from running by them. And that's what happened. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't the, well, and- the refs were favoring one team over the other. One team was bushwhacked, and Mooney still had lots of legs and they just kept coming and coming and coming, and that's why you had the discrepancy in foul calls and the discrepancy in in free well, throws. Well, you you also know that Mike McAndrews takes a lot of pride in keeping his guys the most well conditioned. And like even when I saw them play Lonskrews North in the first game of the year, you could tell they were in better shape. He works them hard, but then they see that game happen, and that's why you get buy-in from them. Yeah, and uh, I mean Mooney plays nine, ten kids. I mean, they, they have kids like uh, Julian Iadisi didn't score, but he plays significant minutes. He, he played ten minutes in that basketball game at least. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, again, you had five kids on Flynn International score because five kids played. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did get 23 from Amir Flowers. I thought he was a really nice-looking player. Um Javion uh, Stevenson had nine in the first quarter, and then Mooney kind of took him away, and he finished with uh, 12 points. He hit a three with like 20 seconds left in the game um, when Mooney had emptied the bench. And again, 
Flint International, only plays five kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, so the final score was an eight-point game, but Mooney should have won this game by 30 points. Brady, yeah. The, uh, and uh, now they'll go on to play the host school, Southfield Christian, who beat Clarkson Everest in overtime. And, well, I know you did a little research on Southfield Christian. Why don't you? Why don't you tell the people? Yeah, well, they're they're thirteen and one, and this will be a home game for them. So I, I have to say that they're the favorite. Yep. But I also looked at their at what they're doing. The the best team they played all year was Ypsilanti Arbor, and Ypsilanti Arbor blew them out, mm-hmm. fifty one to twenty seven. And that's their one loss. That's their one loss. And Ypsilanti Arbor is thirteen and two and playing Adrian Madison in a regional final tomorrow night. Too. So they're a team that's still playing. Their three most impressive wins uh, are Divine Child, who I think is legit. Yeah, and they and they beat Divine Child by sixteen. Which Divine Child won a district. Yeah, uh, uh, and then uh, they have two wins over Everest. Everest went fifteen and three this year, and their three losses, two of them were to Southfield Christian. And I think Everest plays a formidable enough schedule. Yes. I, I don't think that that they have all pushover wins. And then Southfield Christian did what they were supposed to do against the weaker teams that they played. They beat Inner City Baptist a couple of times, 5-9 and nine basketball team. They beat Clarenceville by 20. Clarenceville went 7-9 and nine this year. Uh, and even some of the teams that had winning records uh, that they, they beat, you know, I think Parkway Christian, I think the second best team in their league went 5-5. Five and five. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was it was Oakland Christian or Dearborn Tech. Every other team in their league had a losing record. Like right. the second place team in their league went four and seven this year. Yeah, so it's it's a winnable game. They might not be the on paper favorite, but I I wouldn't be surprised if Mooney wins this game tomorrow night. Uh, I just they have a chance. You're not going into this going, oh man, why why are we even bothered driving down to Southfield to watch this? This right. is gonna. No, they have a chance to win the game. Which, by the way, for those at home curious, if they win, they would play in a quarterfinal against Detroit Douglas or Allen Park Inner City. And Croslax, I don't think we mentioned who they would play in a potential quarterfinal, which, by the way, I find it a little weird, and I know a lot, not a lot of schools want to host. There's not a location set for this quarterfinal game. The state might also be waiting. To see where... Because it's Grand Rapids, somebody, and Coopersville. No, no that it? would be the semifinal. Oh, that's the semifinal. Okay. Yeah. Um, that it, They would play Harper Woods, Chandler Park, Oh, yeah, that's Ferndale. right. Yeah. Yeah, Grand Rapids Catholic and uh, Coopersville is the that's, other... That's the... Yeah, and I think that's who that's who okay, they potentially meet in a semifinal. Yeah, matchup. and then they got to go over to that side so of the Van state Ann. to play it, yeah. So, but the, the the MHSA always favors the West Side. Yeah, I mean, we talk about this area just getting a little bit kind of not talked about, and it's it's a uh, just small things. But like, I, do you get the packet when you go to the district where it has like all the representatives of the student whatever, the student advisory board, and all the the like administrators? Did you notice that none of them are from this area, like? Division four UP Keweenaw Peninsula has eight people to represent them, and middle schools have seven, and this area has nothing. Just, just a little something that, like, you can tell this is an area that's not really thought about in the state. No, and, and I've always, I mean, I've been doing this in this area for 25 years. 
our teams always have to travel the further distance. Oh, yeah. it, it'll, when, it, when it's the team from that side of the state, they'll play it at a neutral site, but, but they'll have to go like an hour, and our team will have to go two yeah, and a half Yeah, it'll hours. be Grand Rapids versus Marine City, and they'll play it at Fair State. Yeah. Or they'll play it in Battle Creek. Yeah. Or Kalamazoo. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and if it's a Lansing school against a school from our area, they'll play it in Fowlerville. <laughs> But, yeah, Croslex would, if they beat Notre Dame Prep, would play either Chandler Park or Ferndale um, in a quarterfinal game that they're figuring out where. We, I don't know where it would be played. I um, think they'll win. I hope Mooney will win. I think they have a, a, a darn good shot at doing it. And hopefully we have a couple quarterfinal games. And I'm really hoping we have three because I got to see Emily City's girls and – Wow, they are as advertised. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, Michigan Collegiate got a forfeit win over Memphis. Saginaw Nouvelle beat Ubley 55-46, to and Flint Beecher doubled up Marlette 82-41 in the other boys' regional games that were scheduled for yesterday. Yeah, we'll get to the girls uh, here because you saw Emily City play. I saw the other Cardinal Mooney, the ladies, uh, play, and uh, we'll talk about uh, those games that were done on Monday and what's coming up for Brady tonight because he's got to go back to Emily City. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish. Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Offices located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. 
Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Did I? Yes, you did. Anyway. Oh, let's, okay. Let's get to it because for the first time I got to see the Emily City girls, which I'll be honest, we probably should have found a way to see them earlier, but Wow, were they as advertised. Um, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me when I talked to you on that car ride home uh, was just the basketball IQ of MLA City. You could tell that these girls have been playing basketball. Like I think what I said is they come home from basketball practice and then they go into someone's driveway and they play more basketball. Yeah. Like they just know the game. It helps when you have three Langemans and two 40s on the team. Uh, I mean, that's an, a, a broadcaster's dream. Four of them are on the court at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I had that the other night, too. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's whatever. It, they're easy enough to tell apart. But Mary Langeman is legit. Like, she is very smooth with the basketball. She is very confident when she has it. She can direct the offense, and she knows where the ball needs to be, and she gets it there. She has a lot of good supporting cast around her. I mean, Anna and Lily Langeman, both very good players. Jaya Forty, a nice player. Kayla Rosen, Abigail Thibodeau, all good players for Emily City, and they play hard defense. Like, they forced a lot of turnovers against North Branch, and that game was never really in question I mean, just Emily City, they play hard. And, yeah, I see why people talk about them the way they do. They are a good basketball team. 
Yeah, and what North Branch had uh, three or four losses this yeah, year. After and three the, of them are to Emily. Yeah, so. after the regional semifinal loss, they finished twelve and four and zero and three against Emily City. I tell you, this stat, and this isn't easy to do, in my opinion. So they had thirty-two points. They had three girls score twelve points, ten points, ten points. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they yeah, they, that that was the difference. Is Emily City had what eight different girls score? North Branch had three. That that's what you see. you see a theme coming. Yeah. Cross, Lex, Cardinal, Mooney, Emily City. They all have depth. They all have people that can come off the bench. Even if it's three to five points, that you get three people to do that. There's an extra ten points right there. And yeah, Emily City uh, will take on Lutheran North, a team that will not go away, whose <laughs> season was on the brink of going bye bye when they were down 10 to Marine City, and here they are playing for a regional championship. I'll give them credit. They don't give up, and they have been riding that momentum for over a week now, and they're going to have to keep doing it against the good Emily City team. However, I think the way Lutheran North plays, where they just try to pressure, 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 isn't going to work against Emily City, and they're going to have to switch it up. Yeah. And the question is, is, is can they? Like, the, the, they were dead and buried against Marine City. And then this pressure thing, they, they just, okay, we have nothing to lose at this yeah, point. Yeah, burn and, the boats. Oh, oh, my goodness, we won the game. Yeah. And then they did it again. Well, we'll try it against St. Clair. And they won the game. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll try it against Clawson. And they won the and game. That was a close game at half, and then they just pressured Clawson. Um. No, and here's the thing. We talked about it on the last podcast. The key to making a long run is guard play, right? You need to be able to have something to handle the ball. Um, and, well, Emily City's got a lot of girls that can handle pressure, and they pass it really well. They know what the press break needs to be. If I'm Lutheran North, I cannot go out there and try to pressure Emily City. Maybe if you get a little momentum going and then you get the team on their heels, you got to know when to throttle up and bring it back down. Off the jump, I am not pressuring Emily City because all three Langemans can handle the ball. Well, Mary uh, Langeman is top five in, in the, the area. At least. At least. She was impressive. When I saw her, I mean, uh, maybe top three, if not higher. Like, she is good. And then you have Jaya Forty, uh, like I mentioned, Thibodeau and Rosen. All cool under pressure. They can get the ball around. They have no problem getting it over the half-court line. So, yeah, I don't foresee MLA City having a lot of problems. And you look at their bracket, um, they would play a country day team that's 12-2 and two, but hasn't had a bunch of big wins or East Point who hasn't played since the district semifinal, yeah. now playing in a regional championship. Uh, they've won two games via COVID. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but Emily City might be the favorite to be playing in a semifinal game next week. All right, we'll keep an eye on them. Which, our, our other girls' teams – bowed out i saw cardinal mooney's girls against waterford our lady of the lake they lost 56 to 32 i didn't think mooney was was awful i, I just they ran into a better team 
Uh, Quinn Robach, 6-3, scored 27 points uh, in that game. Brooke Robach with 16 points. Therese Makoviak had uh, 10 to lead Waterford, Our Lady. They're similar to Flint International. They didn't play a lot of kids, but they don't have to because their starting five can stay out on the court, and mm-hmm. they're just good. Um, and, uh, again, uh, Mooney played hard. They don't quit. I think they're very well coached. Um, they, they just don't have – a Quinn Robach on right. their team that can knock down six threes and score 27. Uh, Catherine Luzinski had 12 points. Elena Guck, love that name, <laughs> eight points uh, all in the first uh, half. She actually kind of kept them in the game early until some of the other girls found their shot and started to to make some baskets. Alex Henry, uh, Alex Carey was another player that stuck out for me for Mooney that I that I really like. They just they play hard. Yeah. Which, by the way, one of those losses that Country Day has uh, was to Waterford Our Lady of the Lakes. Yeah, a, a D4 yeah, team. So. So. But, again, not your ordinary no, D4 team. No, but you, you the, know, I'm the speculator, so. Yeah, the, those, those four girls could play for any school. Yeah. They're, they're good players. They just happen to go to a small school. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Saginaw Nouvelle beat Ubley. 63-44. Uh, good luck to Kingston. I know we don't really cover Kingston there in the NCTL, but they're going to play Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes, tonight mm-hmm. in the final at, at Oakland Christian. And uh, they played well against Genesee Christian, 48-34. They were, it was actually kind of fun to watch their game before the Mooney game, uh, and their fans are really into it. And I'm, I'm telling you what, every girl on Kingston plays the same way. It's like they've got 12 robots <laughs> And they just put them out there. They all look the same. They all play the same. They're all about the same height and size. And they do well coached. The, they, they were fun. I don't know if they're going to beat Waterford or Lady of the Lake, but I bet they give them a really good game. I bet it's a good game. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, and their fans are rabid. All of Kingston was there, and they were loud. <laughs> um, one more quick note. If Emily City does win their quarterfinal game, that one does have a location. Ortonville, Brandon, not that far of a drive for the Spartans. No, that's not travel-wise. That's not too bad for them. And I mean, I don't think that'd be bad for East Point or Country Day either. Although they might get it changed. Didn't Country Day get the football changed against North Branch? That yeah, that was because of like it got moved and yeah, it got ended up playing at like Lapeer, didn't it? Yeah, instead of having to go up to North Branch. Right, which I don't know. If it which may it or may not have made a difference because Country Day ended up like. They shut down North Branch. Yeah, they shut and, them out. And then won a state title. Which was unbelievable to me. Uh, one more North Branch uh, note. Emily Ludisher, you'll hear that name during softball season. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, she's a, good, she's a good player. I've seen her play. I haven't seen her play basketball, but I've seen her play softball. All right. So that wraps up everything that happened. And we'll have, what, three, game, three regional championships the next uh, 48 hours for you? Yeah. So exciting times. We didn't get a lot that made it through the districts, but what did might end up making it out of the regionals. Yeah, that that's the thing about it. We didn't get a, a lot of quantity, but I think we got quality. Yes. I, I, I don't see it being crazy to talk about on Friday's podcast. We're going, we have three quarterfinal games next week for you. Let's hope so. We'll keep our fingers crossed. 
and we'll come back and we'll do a third segment after this. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. So, uh, again, three teams playing regional finals. And, and you're like, can you re- remember this happening? I'm sure it's happened. But over 25 years, m- my brain has blocked out a lot of things now. I don't think, like I'm trying to think, uh, I'm just going by schools. I don't know if St. Clair boys, if, I know they made a, they won a few districts in a row somewhat recently. But have they, did they ever win a regional game? I don't think so. Um, Marysville, the one time they got out of the district, in recent memory, um, they lost to Notre Dame Prep. I think the one year they had a few really good players. Uh, they lost to Chandler Park. I think it was in the regional semifinal in like double OT. Yeah. I mean, every year we get teams to regional because right. a lot of the and districts are set up where a local team has to Dakota's win. District. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's just – it's one of those things. But – Kind of, if we go back even to like, uh, I think we had Marion Stewart on just after football season. Yeah. And we were talking to him and we had some of the other coaches like, we were excited for basketball season and we were so disappointed when we had that first long delay to get to the start of the season because we said, look, it's going to be a fun year right this year and I think at that time we thought DV Price was going to play at PH yeah and he ended up not playing but even with his loss out of the area uh and, and by the way what River Rouge is still playing yeah uh and and they might win a state title um but we knew that we had Jameson mm-hmm. and and in his uh District final game against Dakota, 34 points. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We say we have three teams playing in a regional final, and we're a little disappointed we don't have one or two more. Yeah. Because we had the teams to do it. Yeah, uh, we thought the the PH girls, you know, that we were excited. They'd loaded up their schedule, but we thought they were going to be even better. Unfortunately, Lance Cruz North happened, Yeah, and they're just having an insane – I think Folsom put it there. They're having this year – what PH did last year. Yeah, and then some. Um, and, and they're they're really good and, and fun to watch. But the PH girls were fun to watch this year. Um, there were teams that – Marysville really surprised me. I didn't know they were going to be that good this year in girls' basketball. Right. And, and we kind of thought in boys' basketball that they were going to be really good. Right, and I'm, that's probably the biggest disappointment is I didn't get my Croslex-Marysville boys' basketball matchup because – that would have been like I think Croslex would have won because when Croslex is on, you're hard pressed to find teams that will beat them. But Marysville wanted them; they wanted that shot, and they didn't get it, and it was a little disappointing. That was a little anticlimactic end of the season for the Vikings because yeah. they had one of their best teams in recent memory, and we knew Croslex was going to be like this. Mm-hmm. Like we we were, and that was the. The big one, like, Croslex is super good. Please believe us Yes, uh, on this. And then we got other surprises, like we didn't know about Armada until it was like somebody said, oh, I was at practice. Armada's big. Yeah. They're, they're going to be good. Armada's good. Yeah. 
We, we didn't know about Emily City's girls. We kind of knew. Yeah, like you, you but, expected them, but again, we didn't. We don't pay as much attention as we probably should to them. Yep. And yeah, wow, Cardinal Mooney's boys. Yeah, we thought they would be good um, because they didn't end their season on a loss last year. They got COVIDed out, and Mike McAndrews was very excited to get this season started. We didn't. We weren't really sure St. Clair's girls, and they ended up being a very formidable team this year. Yeah, yeah. If it and was, Christina Bohm's one of the most fun players yeah. to watch in the area. Second in the league and could have won a district title. So, I mean, this was a year where we were really kind of dialed up and, and we wanted basketball bad and we had to wait a long time to get it. Mm-hmm. But when we got it, we really weren't we, – we haven't been disappointed. And to have three teams in the regionals uh, with a chance to have three quarterfinal teams, and I, and I think that is – it's legit. I, let's put it this uh, way. Cardinal Mooney, I think, is an underdog, but I think they have a chance to beat Southfield I'll Christian. be disappointed if we don't have two quarterfinal games next week. Yeah, and, and, and I don't, I'm looking at Emily City girls as a win. I am. I think they're going to beat Lutheran North. I'll be surprised if they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same goes with Crosslex boys. If they don't beat Notre Dame Prep and get to the quarterfinal, it'll shock me. And the, these quarterfinal matchups for all three of these teams, like you know how sometimes you go, okay, we can make it through the regional, but ah, geez, we're going to have Team X in the quarterfinal. We're going to have to play a perfect game. None of these teams have that. Like, none of these teams have a monster that they're going to be like, all right, well, hopefully we can do it. Some of these teams are that monster. You know, the, the, the other, like, we were talking about it off air. I'll, I'll say it on air. The tougher game for Mooney is probably the Southfield Christian game in the regional final. If they get to the quarterfinal, they might actually have to play a weaker team. Yeah, and I mean, Doug, I mean, by weaker team, don't get me. That's, Not that's, a bad no. team, but just a like, team that isn't going as from formidable. an A to an A minus. Yeah, like if they if both games are very winnable. Um. So, you know, three teams that, well, hopefully, we can uh, see play more. You want to talk about a little surprises? How about a little love for Memphis? Yeah, I was having so much fun with this last week, and then stupid COVID. Yeah. Because the Memphis boys and the Memphis girls both had a chance to win districts and go to regionals. The Memphis boys actually won their district mm-hmm. and then had to forfeit their regional game because of COVID. And the Memphis girls didn't get to play their district final. They, they had to forfeit it because of COVID. But I think they would have won it if they got to play it. Yeah. So, um, And now teams are playing baseball games. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know Richmond played early in the week, and they beat um, Romeo and Mooney played, I think, a doubleheader yesterday. Yeah, and jeez, wow, we're gonna have to get a baseball preview, baseball and softball preview going, and we're still we're we feel like we're in the thick of the ba- basketball playoffs, and next week there are gonna be a lot of teams playing out on the diamond. I have a feeling. Um, here's my prediction: we'll have some baseball and softball on uh, late next week. That very well could happen. Very well could happen. So, um, no no fooling, no April Fool's jokes hmm. here. I'm glad we're not doing a show on the first. Why? Because you would be stupid. And I didn't even think – I didn't even know tomorrow was April Fool's Day until you said something. Yeah, whatever. You're always scheming. You've always got something. 
oh, let's tell everybody that Dakota forfeited and Northern's been automatically put in the semifinals. You think I'd come up with something as dumb as that? Yes, I do. But I'm offended. <laughs> and then you'd want to put choo-choo train noises in the background. That was great, and you know it was great. <laughs> All right. Are you done? Am I done? Are you yes. done? Okay. Brady's done, so the show can officially uh, come to an and, end. And this actually recorded properly yes. this time. Uh, and he's in uh, Emily City tonight for the yep. girls' uh, regional final there. So at go seven. Spartans. And then Thursday, you're back at Southfield Christian at 7. Go I'm Cardinals. At, I'm at Cross Lex at 7 as well. All right. And, what, no uh, go Pioneers? Go Pioneers. There you go. All right. So that'll put a wraps on this. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.